right after. And I saw the drives. I was like, oh, there we go. So I parked in there. I parked <laughs> in the handicapped spot. I fucking ran in. How dare you? <laughs> I know. I feel horrible. Wow, Nick. But Not I mean, really. let's face fuck? it. You think a handicapped person is going to stop and roll through that fucking torrential downpour for yeah, Wendy's? I saw an old lady do it. I would. There's some people out there, man. That's true. I need that fucking Baconator right now. They have this new jalapeno burger. That's what I tried yesterday. It was really good. Jalapeno? Jalapeno. Jalapeno. It's like a... Pino. Like was a, it like a, jalapeno, like a El pepper, Camino burger? Or? <laughs> pepper and wine? Jalapeno Grigio? Shut up. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be a little bit of Hispanic? <laughs> <laughs> Can't even say the word right. Shut up. I'm surprised you Welcome didn't Welcome to say, the Toon Junkie okay. Podcast. My name is Nick. I'm Chris. I'm Tyrell. And I'm Captain Austin Shark. Whoa. Whoa. Awesome. Look, looky there. You're the only person that's ever like joined in right away. Yeah. You're like Everyone else is just like waiting to be introduced. Right on cue. I like it. If you want to move that, you can. If yeah, it's like stuck. Let's you, uh, do that. Go. Yeah. Do Put it wherever you want. Yeah. You can pull that bad boy. Sit yeah. back. Whatever. I know. Like comfy. right like into my mouth. wrestling chairs. <laughs> yeah. All the that's, way. Everyone's like, do I talk like that? Don't put your mouth on it. <laughs> One, there have been a lot of people that are talking to it. Don't, I, would re- I would advise against that. Yeah. <laughs> Austin here just uh, released a new album, didn't you? Uh, yes, it's uh, called Deathbeds, and awesome. uh, has a lot to do with uh, a lot with my personal life over the past. Uh, I want to say six years. Oh, sweet. oh fair so, enough. Um, you weren't in any of those, were you? Any deathbeds? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I was. I thought he was up to be like, well, I'm like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't open this door. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Just a couple coffins, you know. Oh, hey, that's neat. Is this your, <laughs> is your first me. album or Wait, you got other albums? Um, I have one album before this one. One, oh, so you had a debut album. This is your second title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. The sophomore yeah. album. Sophomore we'll dive into album. that yeah. later, but we like to ask our guests. <laughs> the first question is, um, other than in pet stores, where can you find a hamster in the wild? <laughs> um, I've heard that there's some in the deserts. What? I yeah, I looked, it up. I looked it up. I looked it up. I looked it up. Because I got curious <laughs> myself. It's like I looked hell? it up. I'm looking. There's a desert hamster. How is it going to survive in the desert, but it can die in a fucking cage when I give it food and water every day? Well, because it's not meant to be in the cage, I guess. It's meant to be in the desert. Touche. Touche. Does it have a wheel? Little it wheel. did have a wheel. It also bit me, so I'm glad it died. Dude, I had a hamster when I was a little kid. Never found out what happened. I just got out one time. We never <laughs> saw it again. <laughs> in my experience, in the trailer park I grew up in, they usually are in the walls. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got in. Especially if you like get a out. Kyle in your house who like likes put holes in drywall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Easy they'll just like everywhere. climb into their little <laughs> hole and they'll get stuck down there and they just die. And, you got trailer mm-hmm. hamsters. Yeah, you little trailer <laughs> hamsters. <laughs> you imagine like a hillbilly exterminator. Well, you got trailer hamsters. <laughs> I know I know it got real dark in here. Your eyes will adjust, and then it's really comfortable. They don't adjust that much, honestly. Like I know everyone keeps saying that, but they don't. It does. It they adjust. That's what your eyes do. Okay. No, I've been thinking about. I want to put another row of lights in here, and then we gotta finish the top, and we got a lot of stuff we still gotta do. When I was like wasted in here, I was so mad because I didn't know how to turn them off. (laughs) I was like, I never would have guessed that you just have to click them. Yeah, there's also a remote that shuts them off too. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's pretty cool. And I fell asleep on that Kingdom Hearts blanket right there. That you've left there. I know. Was it nice and cozy? It's soft as hell. Does Sora keep you safe? Sora, not so much. Oh. <laughs> Aqua does, though. Oh, okay. Inventus. Sora's a punk. Sora is a punk in his big fucking parachute pants. Fuck that clown footed fuck. Whoa. Yeah, but that's <laughs> not the, the hamster big parachute. <laughs> <laughs> the hamster thing wasn't actually the real question. No, though. the real question we like to ask here. Is what is the first concert you ever attended? Um, I ever attended. Oh my goodness, that's that's a long, long time ago. Um, I'd have to say actually, I played a concert. I've been through like a lot of bands mm-hmm. growing up, so um, let me think about that real quick. Oh, you're good. You're good. Like take a couple. I uh, when I interviewed uh, um, Dirty Honey. I think it was uh, John. I was like, oh, what was your first con? And he goes, no idea. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, I don't remember. And I was like, oh, you drink a lot of alcohol, huh? All right, that's cool. Rock and roll. <laughs> that is rock and roll. And They're now gonna... Derry Honey did the pay-per-view song last week. Dude, I'm telling you, man. I like snuck in right before they blew up. I was talking to Trey hit me up the other day. He was like, 
excuse me, that tastes like peanut butter. Gross. Um, he was like, dude, you called it. Dirty Honey's playing on the bear. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, dude, When you, before you interviewed him, you were like, they're going to be on the radio like shortly after Sonic Temple. I'm like, that's the sound they have. It's got that classic rock sound. Of course they're going to wind up on the radio. They're not garbage. He's like, well, you called it. I'm like, I don't know. What's the first concert you remember? How about that? uh, Ooh, there. Well, as far as I can go back right now, I I did play the All Stars tour as uh, there's a little band called Telepathist that I was in in Minneapolis. Okay. And uh, we did that. So it was like Icy Stars. um, Ooh, nice. What other bands was there? Um, I I can't pronounce their name. Kubla Kahan. Oh, Kubla Khan. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always, I, <laughs> I, I always on, get, I always yeah. butcher that. So I don't know if, but, how, what to put emphasis on. It's like yeah, Kublai Khan. Kublai Khan. Kubla. Yeah. Kubla. <laughs> Everyone knows who we're talking about. They're yeah, um, angry as hell, and I love it. And yeah. a whole bunch of other ones from Die Art is Murder to Nice. Um, gosh, so many bands. I can't. You were playing with these guys. Yeah, that's cool. Holy shit. Uh, but yeah, and then. You know, we had labels interested in us and, mm-hmm. you know, bands fall through, things happen. So yep. I just decided no, I'm just going to do solo from here on out. So that's kind of where I came in. It's a, it's a lot of times it's easier just to, because like bands are great. Don't get me wrong, but there's, then there's four different, four or five or six perspectives coming in to try and make one thing. Right. You've got all the emotions, all the ideas, and sometimes it's hard to wrangle. Right. So I, Totally understand that. Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do me. But. And that's that's where I'm at right now. Um, I would like to eventually add a drummer or mm-hmm. maybe possibly a guitarist, but that'd be about it. Right. As far as anything else, and right now a lot of it is if I do play live, it's just backtracking. I right. actually played at Smith's. Um, last was week it or- Thursday, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thursday. That would have been like your first show in a while. Yeah, two years. Dang, you just been like cooking up, just in the lab, just yeah. writing and stuff. Two straight years in the basement. Yeah, <laughs> it's two straight years. Were you a little rusty, or did it just come well? Um, I was a little rusty. I'll be honest. Oh, I, hey, I'm yeah. pretty humble when it comes to that. Like, I, I, I got the crowd going and everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's like my voice needs practice. Let's just say that it's not used to the, to the oomph. Yeah, what yep. I used to do because um, I was doing a little tour and I went all the way to California. It was oh, my nice. last show, and um, I gosh dang it, I can't remember the venue that I played at. I'd have to look it up later, but I can show you guys. Oh yeah, you good? But um, yeah, I played out there and then um, Arizona and then just places here and there. Mm-hmm. So hoping to reach out more. Hey, that's how you got to do it. Just fucking get out there. I, I got people that'll like, like green leaves. Green leaves are always touring. What about the, uh, to go back, what's the first like, uh, band you ever paid to see ticket? Holy crap. Oh. Look at that butchered. The first band you ever paid money for a ticket to go see like Aerosmith or oh, um, Blue Oyster Cold. Probably, or, uh, Chuck, no Captain Chunk. I, or, I always get oh, these Chunk, names. Captain Chunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chunk, Captain Chunk. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I, I know who you're talking about, yeah. but I don't know the name either. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah. Either. They, they were playing in Juliet. They did a Pop Goes Punk uh, yeah. cover. Mm-hmm. That was they really did good. the Kesha song. That's why I remember that. So that, yeah. that's the earliest one I can remember. But oh, nice. I, dro- I remember I drove out with my ex girlfriend and we drove out there and caught the show at the last minute. And nice. Sat outside and all that. It was pretty cool. The proper title is Chunk No Captain Chunk. There Chunk No Captain Chunk. <laughs> Dang, your internet's fast. My internet's never that quick. Captain Crunch. Let's, let's <laughs> there you go. I'd have been happy. Like, oh, you so saw actually, let's, uh, You said you were in bands. Let's start there and then just kind of work our way up. Um, want, right. Or do you want to start with you? You want to Tarantino it? Start at the end? And they the go end. back. Uh, <laughs> no, we can go forward. Um, I was in one locally in South Bend called Started with Beneath the Trenches. And are you uh, from South Bend? Uh, yeah, originally. Okay, I grew up around here. Yeah, uh, I was born in Arizona. Then family split up, and then we wound up moving up here. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I grew up around here. Um, then Beneath the Trenches. Uh, then I wound up. 
doing some moving and traveling a little bit and then went went up in Minneapolis, then met a couple guys up there and they said, Hey, we need a vocalist. Then they found me. So I did that for a little bit Then that fell through and then they just kind of broke up and then did their own things. Um, and then I came back and then uh, I was in another one called ethereal ruination. I didn't name the band, but (laughs) heavy as shit. (laughs) Yeah. That, I didn't name the band, but yeah, we, uh, we shot a music video. It's on YouTube. Um, you can probably find it somewhere in the great depths of the interwebs. So. Be careful. Yeah. Yes. You start there and then you wind up like, oh, I think I'm part of the Illuminati three hours later. It was on some uh, channel. I can't remember if it was Beheading the Traitor or whatever. Got like 10,000 views or something, but it did decent. And then... uh one of the reasons why I left that was because um, I was doing some, uh, the person who mixed and mastered it was from the Browning and we weren't happy with oh. it. And uh, yeah, we kind of had some issues there. Creative differences. Yes, yes. Creative differences. And, you know, from the mix and master, it was kind of, the bass drops were terrible. Mm. So I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like it needed more work, but. For some reason, we paid him and mm-hmm. like, hey, we're having this problem and music video we already signed and, you know, we need it done ASAP. And mm-hmm. he kept doing other bands before us when we had paid six months in advance. And yeah, I was really frustrated with it. I'd be a little salty too. Yeah. Sorry. It's all what? good. You gotta go punch your dog. <laughs> <laughs> get the tooth out. <laughs> I gotta go punch my kid. <laughs> Dude, I was really into your story too. <laughs> what a, what an abrupt like. I don't mad. Even, I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad at, <laughs> at that one. At least it was funny. Yeah. Oh man. What was like, Dad? The hamsters are back. <laughs> <laughs> Those darn trailer hamsters are back. Fucking hamster trailers. <laughs> The Browning is gonna be at the Eclectic Room, aren't they? Like soon. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, because they're gonna be with Ginger and the oh, they're Omnish- gonna be on the that show. Playing with them. Yeah. Real talk, I'm not really into the Browning. I'll say it. Mm, it's just okay. not not for me. We, I'm not uh, saying they're bad, just not for me. Yeah, we played with them a few times and got real close with their drummer, and he's yeah. the one that does the mixing and whatnot. So he's like, "Oh yeah, you guys are great. You get signed, blah blah blah." And so I just kept his contacts and connects and. Uh, we talked here and there, and then, you know, I was like, hey, I need this mixed. Can you help us out? Mm-hmm. Boys were all excited, and then we get it back, and the bass drops just sound like farts. <laughs> <laughs> Distorted fucking farts. <laughs> bass drops sound like farts. Dude, I'm going to cut that out, and I'm going to use that. The bass drops sound like farts. <laughs> Dude, that could be part of the intro. It might be. You might have just made the, we're working the on new, a new intro. intro and we're like throwing in like little clips of things that we think is funny. Dude, I, I, yeah, Let's like put in a said. fake bass drop and then he'd be like, the bass drop sound like farts. Yeah. <laughs> Shit is I just terrible. Um, you know, I do a little bit of mixing and mastering myself, mm-hmm. which I did my entire album myself, everything. You made those beats and everything? Yes. That was, I was going to ask you that. That was awesome. Yeah, it's, I'm always impressed when people are like, basically, I like to use the analogy as Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl does everything. He yeah. he writes, he sings, he plays guitar, he plays drums, he does it all. He plays piano. He's a literally a one-man band, but he's humble, and he's like, I like you guys playing that stuff, too. But it's always really cool. I'm always really jealous when they're like, oh, yeah, I write, I sing, I scream, I make the beats, I produce, and like, oh, okay, you just rub it in my face a little more how talented you are. Oh, Jeez. no, no. <laughs> no, you should hear me from, uh, I started at like 16. Yeah. So I, I went to school, and you know, in high school, they had like a, it was called an IOL class, electronic class. Right. So we had different projects, and then, you know, my teacher showed me, oh, well, we got this music stuff, and I was like, all right. So I started tinkering with it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, everything just sounded like shit, like straight shit. When I first started, it, yeah. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. So yep. I would stay after class, and then i started messing around with it more and more mm-hmm. and more. And then, you know, it took me up until now to get, like, this decent. And there's still more I can learn. Like, it's never. It's a never-ending process, especially with technology now. It's always getting better. There's yeah. always new tricks and tips and new new things coming out. Um. CJ was just telling us the other day about how there's this program where you can pull like 
what was he saying? Some dude took the chainsaw sound from Doom and morphed it with guitar sounds. And so when he'd play his guitar, it would be guitar sounds and the chainsaw sounds yeah. at the same time. Yeah. It's called it's morph. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You Definitely can-, can do that. And it's, or if you have like a mic like this and you got a music program, you can know, you know, you can make a song out of a toilet. <sighs> all, I, all I'd have to do is sample a toilet and, you know, I can make a beat out of it. <laughs> I can't. It's awesome. <laughs> Everything's. So the, the fart band, was that your last band before doing your own thing? Uh, <laughs> the fart band. I don't know if we should refer to it no, as I the didn't. fart band. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last time, I swear to God. Did you punch your kid? Swear. Did you punch your kid? Did you adopt I heard your the truth was loose. How'd you get it out? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> he knocked it out. He's like, I'm like, ah. coming to do oh, you, little kid. Get over here. <laughs> no. Yeah, she lost her first too, so they wanted me to see it when she took it out or whatever. Aww. So it was cool. And now you're back here. <laughs> and now I'm back. I mean, it's only a moment for like, blink. And then it's like, oh, yeah, you did it. Uh, I got the video. All right. It's all good. Okay. Yeah, as long fair. as you got the video. Yeah. Right. Those memories count. <laughs> Golden, man. I remember. Anyways, um, yeah. So what actually happened was um, I quit Beneath the Trenches. Mm-hmm. Then in between that time, before I went to Minnesota, I was like, oh, I'm going to do something because I like a lot of anime and like <gasps> all that stuff. Yeah. Now I know what we're going to talk about for the second half, dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm also yeah, a big I, otaku. I, I've been like a big Nintendo fan mm-hmm. all my life. and Lost um, me. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna leave again. No, but I do enjoy PlayStation here and there. So, all right. All right. So, I'm the connoisseur of video games. Yeah, I don't discriminate. I know everybody's jaded about both sides, but I'm like, yeah, we're all gamers. Let's just. I started along. with Nintendo, then went to Xbox, and then had a PlayStation, and then went to Xbox 360, and then I got another PlayStation. So I'm. If there's I a like game I like, no matter what system yeah. it's yeah, on, right? Care? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's why I have a PC. But uh, yeah. Oh, he's one of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a PS4 Pro and an Xbox One, but I just sold the PS4. I used to have a PSP too. Yeah, I, I PSPs were that. sweet. Do you remember Vita? were ahead of their time. I had man. a Vita. <laughs> I, I had uh, one game on it for two years, and I sold it. I had the original PSP though. Yeah, and I no. got jumped. And I got jumped. They took it from me. So <laughs> yeah. they took. I was in band one time, and there was a kid that my former drummer. We were in band. And he was fucking around and I threw a drumstick at him and it missed him and hit his bag. Little did I know his PSP was sitting right in the front and I broke it. Oh, his no. mom was so mad at me. Shit. And then years later, she didn't know who I was and I moved into their house and I lived there. And I was like, yeah, I'm the kid who broke your son's PlayStation. And she was like, what? <laughs> what? What up, mom? Just now. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. up, mom? Yeah. But yeah, anyways, in between that time... um, I was just doing my own thing for a little bit, just making beats and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to do something on my own. You know, if I join a band, whatever. But for now, I'm happy with this. So I started doing like a uh, little 8-bit stuff. Mm-hmm. So I started using um, FL Studio and started doing that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to make the most ridiculous name I possibly can. So I was like, all right, Captain Austin Shark. Was and- it the first name you came up with? Um, well, actually, when I first started making music, it was Austin James the Shark. James so, the Shark. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, this was a little kind of a take on that. I was like, I'm just going to go back to my roots. There you go. So I did that. Um, then it was a whole 8-bit sound, chip tune, And then I threw in, like, strings and whatnot and uh, everything else in between that. And then I threw something together, put it out. And then a lot of people liked it. They enjoyed it. And then I joined... The other band, when I finally got to Minnesota, mm-hmm. and then I had like a Facebook page and then just merged it with theirs and just said, I'm hanging this up. I'm done. Uh, I like where I'm at with these guys. Like we're playing big shows like All Stars Tour and, mm-hmm. and we're doing uh, this other show and it's got Thy Art is Murder and it's got this, this and this. So I'm like, oh, super stoked about it. We're packing the place and we're getting somewhere and all these big bands are like, yeah, you're going to get signed and. And then that fell apart, and I'm just like, all right. Gotta hate that feeling. Yeah. What a good dose of reality. Like, hey, look, you almost had it. You almost had it. Uh, that try, you, Ty? Yeah. try again. Yeah, only <laughs> only once or twice. <laughs> You're so I'm, close. I'm working on I'm working on number three right now. You're so so we'll see how that one happens. Yeah, unfortunately. So 
then tried it again and just same thing. It's just, I can't, I don't know what it is. I can work with people, but it's just like, I need, I need them to actually see the, the vision too. Mm -hmm. So that's why now I'm just like real in particular, like if I'm going to move somewhere or go somewhere, like I need somebody that's going to be able to travel Yep. and that's going to be able to be a little bit flexible and, you know, understand like let's do something a little different because i like that i don't want to sound like anybody else right sometimes i think it's something in the water that people are just like i like this little hallway that i this little path that i take and i don't want to go off because then i don't know what's going to happen so i just want to stay in my lane and i don't want to try anything new but yeah sometimes you gotta gotta break yeah i guess i mean thanks for your support (laughs) nick I mean, it kind of goes down. The, I mean, it's safer bet to do patented formulas. Like if yeah. you are into music or you're like deep into the music scenes or like you're into underground metal, for example, when like Crabcore took off, if you were Crabcore. if you were part Crabcore. of that, like if you were in metalcore <laughs> through 2004 on and like we it's not like Crabcore like sprouted up in 07 like no like people saw it coming we knew it was like catching steam we knew that social media was making this a huge like movement fucking attack and like attack. it was probably gonna be like oil and you know like oil <laughs> in the pan it was gonna be like whoosh, and then gone mm-hmm. but like you jump on that train you could be one of those bands that sits for sits pretty for the next i mean look at asking alexander they're still touring they're still doing their thing they're like a radio rock band now but like yeah they already are so big that it doesn't matter. They yeah. got their fan base. They're going to be playing music. They're, for, they're established. I mean, they're yeah. going to be playing forever now. Yeah. And like, if you're smart enough to jump on that and have one of those sounds and be one of those bands that can outmarket the other bands to the top during that flash, it's a tried and true formula. A lot of bands yeah. have done it. That's I mean, exactly hair metal did it. Heavy metals done it. Grunge did it. I mean, like every new genre that explodes out in the open, like it's easy. Mm-hmm. it's still hard no matter if you're trying to be a musician especially if you're trying to play in bands like one finding five dudes that you can play music with two hours later and two being good enough to like rise out of just your local scene let alone a regional or national scene yeah it's hard enough as it is but like yeah it's an easier route like if you follow like like gent is one of those things right at this moment in time gent's really big gent's growing gent's having a second revival mm-hmm. and people i mean there's a lot of bands pulling that like gent metalcore sound and they all some of them like you can listen like six of them in a row and they all sound kind of the same well i mean i feel like that's you could do that with almost any genre you could pull oh, six yeah. bands from any genre and be like oh yeah. these are guys are all the same but to be yeah. the band that like defines started, it start like, the sound if you want to be Mushuga. If you want to be <laughs> yeah. Periphery, if you want to be BT Bam, if you want to be like these bands that like they are part of a genre, but they are their own thing. Like when you think of Gent, you think Periphery mm-hmm. and, and Goo like Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Goo Goo Dolls. But, like, but that's like they are their own thing outside of the genre. Like mm-hmm. they are them and they no one sounds exactly like them. And people aspire to just be a ripoff of that if they can sometimes. So it's a harder road, definitely. And yeah. you could just fail. Like, you might suck. So, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that that's, it's a scary thing to go down, like, wanting to be different, wanting to have a different sound, wanting to do your own sound, because people might not receive that. But, yeah, that's, that. I mean, that's that's with anything. You could, yeah. like. Yeah. That's well, also very admirable. Yeah. Oh, to, that's what I'm saying. That's, step out. I mean, that's what helps music grow is people like that. Like, people like you saying, like, I want to do something that, like, is it? To me, like it's an individual thing to me. My sound will be my sound. It's hard to do. Like I said, like even on a local stage, like six bands play one style and that's what everyone goes to see. And you're the one not playing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to get even if it's not outright ostracized or like, you know, kicked out, like you're going to get less leverage. You're going to get less push. You're going to get less people, you know, promoting your sound for a long time. Doesn't mean you should stop doing it because. Yeah your town is only this fucking big and like there's people all over the goddamn world who might want to hear you. Big fish, little ponds. But, oh yeah, dude. But the thing is when, uh, I started doing this though, um, it was different enough that I was pulling people and I was, you know, making, I was bringing in some decent money too. I'll be honest. And now that I started up again, it's starting to come back and I'm just trying to push it again. And it is kind of hard though, because you know, 
when I get on stage, people are like, what? Just you? <laughs> what? Yeah. When, when I played the show, when I played the show Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, the drummer from the touring band, he's like, it's just you? Seriously? I was like, yeah, that's it. Doing my thing, dog. <laughs> yeah. Doing my All thing. All me, baby. And it, it some turned money. out pretty good. So yeah, good. everybody loved it and I had fun. So, and that's the point of it. Like when I go and play a show, I'm not worried about like, you know, stressing on like everything else and little nitpick stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I like to do it because I can actually get in the crowd mm-hmm. and get the crowd around me and mm-hmm. pull them in and just put every, on a show. Yeah. Everybody just have a fun time. Like mm-hmm. uh, when I was playing in California, I got people around me. We all put our arms around each other and, mm-hmm. and then just jumped around and like the whole floor shaking and just, you know, going ham. It was fun. And people will remember an engaging show like that. Like, it's pretty easy to go to a show and then watch four bands and, you know, it's like, oh, they were, they were all, they were all okay. But then you're going to be like, remember that one dude who came out in the crowd and like fucking jumped on that guy and like was holding the mic to him and they were like running around the room. Like, you're going to remember that guy. Remember that, one guy, remember that one guy who got that older couple to come in and buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Like yeah. how cool that was when lot lizard did that. But that would oh, yeah. be, that would be, that was going to be my next comment being a solo person, like not to throw shape, but there's a lot of bands who have a full band behind them mm-hmm. and their front man won't do anything except stand in the center of a stage and do his thing. And that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And like people are bored by that and they have a whole band around them to kind of like amp them up. And like when you're solo, when it's just you again, like that can be even as like, well, I don't even have a guitarist to watch now or a drummer to be like impressed by. It's just you dude. And like, if you can like be that energy and like get out in the crowd and do all this, that's, that's what people come to see. Mm -hmm. That's what people want to be about. Like, I'm not, I can hear your music in my car. No problem. Like I can sit and listen to you all day. I can't see you perform. Yeah. And when I see you perform, I'm expecting, I mean, I think all people expect like a show of some sort. I want to be entertained. Yeah. 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 That's like, that's a huge thing. And just, even if it's like, and there's people who are just like crazy and, like insane or use gimmicks or whatever you use Mm -hmm. or do. And there's people who are like, I mean, there's like bands that are soft that aren't metal or whatever. And like, they just have an emotional element. That's like really powerful when you see them. But like, it's uh, for me, at least my I'm biased. Cause like, I want to see someone like, I want to see people leave the stage. Like I love when front men, are, come out i yeah. don't want i don't want to know that like i'd be like i haven't seen the front man all show where the fuck is? he's like mm-hmm. oh he's over there somewhere in the crowd yeah. right and right yeah like i'm a i'm about that because you don't see that and it's weird that you don't see that more especially mm-hmm. in metal where there's so much energy and there's so much like i mean camaraderie people coming close together even mm-hmm. in pits and everything else like we have this like whole culture of people like like you're like everyone around you is your friend mm-hmm. when you're at a metal show and for the band to like separate themselves from the crowd it's always been strange to me and i'd never i it's really cool when i hear somebody say like yeah i want to get out in the fucking crowd man i want to be out there that's yeah. really awesome because i think a lot of people like they don't know that's what they want until you're at a show where the where the 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 artist is out there with you just mm-hmm. like going ham, and in you're your like face. why is this the best thing i've yeah. never <laughs> seen before yeah, so it, yeah about what year did you just take this Captain Arston Shark thing? Just run like, with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. run with it. So 2017. Okay, so um, that would been the same year that Stories from the Depths came yeah, out. Yeah. Okay. So um, I actually finished it, and then uh, I talked. I was talking to somebody out in San Antonio for a little bit. Uh, my buddy Gary uh, is a director. And we had been talking over Instagram for a couple of years. They're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And he's like, yeah, I want to do it with you too. And then, um, you know, we just kind of back and forth. And I was like, I'm out here in Colorado. I'm out here doing this, mm-hmm. I, you know. And he he's busy too because he's always going all over the place f- filming other artists. And then finally we got some time. And I was like, oh, I finished this album. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but, mm-hmm. you know, we'll give it a shot. So. Um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna run with it. I'll take it seriously. Um, then, you know, I hit him up and then put the down payment on, then flew out there, stayed with him for a little bit, had a good time. Uh, then we shot in South 
uh, I think it's Pod Padre Island or something yeah, like South that. Yeah, South Padre Island. Yeah. So we went out there and it was actually full on storming, like <laughs> a hurricane. Yeah. It was yeah, monsoon it was like, season. Yeah, it was like hurricane season or whatever. And they mm-hmm. just finished. Uh, some of the roads are blocked off and we're trying to find a spot. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to do it anyways. So we're out there like getting whipped by sand and like oh. the sand just like smacking us. Like it, hamsters it, are flying yeah. everywhere. <laughs> fucking hamsters, fucking, <laughs> fucking rabbits falling from the oh sky. Oh my gosh. Like twister every, with the cows. Yeah. Every rodent you can think of just, yeah. Fuck. But yeah, it was, it was, Couple <laughs> it was a lot. So, uh, we, we shot it and. We were having a lot of problems too because of storms and the rain and everything. I don't know if you watched the video, but what yeah, video is this? Just, I want to see it. Um, for what song? Oh, it was a uh, Skeleton Symphony. Okay, ah, yeah, I'm okay. so absent-minded. It's all right sometimes, and then you know, so many songs now. But yeah, we we did that one, and uh, it did pretty well for the most part. Everybody liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm always pretty humble when you know I go all the way and fly all the way to the other side of the country or fly here or there. And just at least one person appreciates it. And then just to see all those people in the comments and everything, I was like, Oh, this might be something. So I was like, all right, I'll do it again. (laughs) I'd flex on them just to be like, yeah, dude, I braved a fucking hurricane for this goddamn video. Y'all, but y'all are going to like this shit. I almost died. Yeah. I'd embellish it a little bit. And he, he did. He's like, Oh yeah, just, do a little shot. We'll do a little shot in the ocean. And it's just like these waves just coming at oh me. Oh my like, God. Dude, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I do it for the craft. <laughs> he, he's out there laughing. He's like, oh yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Famous last words. Yeah. <laughs> I you'll, can, be, you'll be fine. I can jump that far. <laughs> dude, watch this. Yeah. So, Drowned. Yep. So, um, Wasted. Just listening to your music, I can see there's a lot of Japanese inspired themes to it. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk now about that? Now we're talking about dog. <laughs> there we go. You want to talk about your weeboo shit? <laughs> All about the weeboo shit. <laughs> you got a big demographic of like, weeboos. The collaborations with like on deathbeds that uh that last uh, song with Shark Lullaby. Yeah. L- Luca, I can't say the last uh, name. It's Meg- Megarine or Megarine Luca. Yeah, they're yeah. all Vocaloids. So there's like a, it's like a voice bank, a library, um, but they're big in Japan. Mm-hmm. So I did one with Hatsune Miku also. And um, Luca is also one of my favorite ones. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to just stick with the tradition here that I've been going with. And then I'll just use the voice bank and then take little parts of words and put it all together. And then, you know, she can sing the chorus. So it'll just be a little feature. Hell yeah. So, so wait, wait, wait. You've yeah. actually had no contact with this person? Well, it's, not or, per- it's not a real you person. Know, okay, I don't understand. You know, okay. dude? No. What the fuck's wrong with you, man? <laughs> I'm, I'm from Indiana. And he's barely from Indiana. She's right. an international superstar yeah. that's made up of voice tracks. She's a Vocaloid. It's a software. Yeah. She's oh, not oh. a real person. She's an anime character. Oh. Yep. But it's, she is her own artist. Yep. Whose you fans can. have created all of her music, basically. Yeah. Oh, cool! That's so, neat. So technically, it's just a voice bank, but because I, I was wondering, how did you get in contact with these people? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, does he speak Japanese? <laughs> it's Google just, Translate, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do speak a little bit. Nice, but not a whole lot. So I tried to learn. I yeah. tried to like learn how to write kanji and stuff. But doesn't Kayla know a little bit from Udo? Yes. Yep. Yeah. She was. Yep. She's. She knows. She speaks a little bit too, but wearing an Udo shirt. <laughs> yeah. No one can see it. What'd you call me? He said he liked your haircut. <laughs> I said a little, but I'm not that good at it. Oh, so was, okay. that's applicable to almost every aspect of my life. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, but I'm not that good at it. <laughs> so yeah. Um. It. Uh, Miku and all those Vocaloids, they're just a voice bank. Uh, I wish I never uh, asked. <laughs> yeah. But basically, think of a piano, and then all she sings is, ah, ah, okay. every note that you put. But then you can uh, make pronunciations into like actual words. Neat. So yeah. It's like all one of the most complex yeah. like vocal music banks in the world. That's and neat. Yeah. Super cool. It took me a while to get the hang of it. 
and it's still I'm still tweaking it. No, it sounds like it would be hella hard to like. This is blowing my mind. It's blowing my it's mind because I'm yeah. listening to it here. I'm like, it sounds so sounds right. Yeah. Sounds smooth. Yeah. In Japan and stuff like this is like. I mean, she's opened. I mean, the the caricature of her has opened for Lady Gaga and done like she's, she does full tours. Yeah. What? Like her hologram does full tours. Yeah. So this is like this is an actual this is like a pop star that has been invented, created, and built it in built in software just to be a pop star. And then her fans literally make so she's got over three thousand songs, and they're all written and created by fans and people. And like obviously the company who runs it has made songs for her as well. Um, But some of her biggest hits are just. Neck beards in their basement making <laughs> these yeah. songs for her and being like, This is the next single by Miku. Please, dude, I, I gotta find a documentary on this right now because I want to know everything about this. Well, if you listen to The Wizard and the Bruiser, which is one I, of the guys from last, last podcast pod. on the left, they do a whole episode on her Didn't and they? the whole history of her. So well, Know what I'm listening to You can start to it there. Go check yeah. that out. Okay. And, yeah. <laughs> and on the uh, the old album, that was actually one of the popular songs. Yeah. So the beat was pretty intense, and it was probably one of my most hyped songs. So I enjoyed playing that in California. That's Hell so yeah. cool. Everybody liked that. Yeah. So that's that, really awesome. Yeah. I I've never well I've never in a million years thought I was going to sit in Elkhart, Indiana, interviewing somebody who does like takes samples from that and uses that. That's yeah. Pretty uh, awesome. Yeah. The voice bank was just strictly like, I got it. I was like, all right, I'll do this from scratch and just put in the notes and everything and put in the words and do this the right way and learn it. And I got it right. That's like, nail so on now. I got to listen to it again. Like it just, and I have like the understanding that that's what's going on. Yeah. Dude. This isn't going to make complete sense to me unless until i see it like i i you're giving me all the pieces and my dumb <laughs> yeah, you have brain to see it. can't put the picture together i didn't get it i have to see this. i listened to the episode of wizard of the the first time i heard of her mm-hmm. this a long time ago and i listened to it and i was like what in the fuck are these dudes talking about <laughs> I was like, and then i immediately like i'm like driving and i'm like yeah it's looking up safe. on youtube i was like i gotta <laughs> yeah. see this i gotta see it. and then i watched it and i was like this is insane I, and I was like, guess there's like a whole, whole bunch of a lot of people, like a shit ton of people who are like, who like worship this. I mean, she's a pop star, just like any other pop star. She's, and there's like others. She's my favorite too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my there's other characters. They've made other characters, but none of them have reached the success of her. But like they have other vocaloid tracks, like different vo- people's voice, different voices. Is, and uh, they're like other people. She has like a rival. She has like backup singers. What? She has there's they dude there's dude stars. Like, oh yeah, they have all kinds of that's stuff. There's some that's really why, creepy that's why the people next one out was there. Luca. I did one. With, yeah. The first one was Miku, and then I did one with Luca, and then I don't know what the next one I'm gonna do it with, but we'll see. Yoshitatsu. Keep the suspense up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah. So after that album came out you did take like a two-year creativity hiatus or is um, that or he went in the hyperbolic time chamber dog to fucking yeah. oh, cool. build Definitely. up his strength yes <laughs> cool <man>. zarbon <laughs> <laughs> that was a dragon ball z reference yeah i said zarbon um i spent about a year um or so and just took a break from like recording anything at all because i was lazy Sometimes, honestly, like for writing, it's best to just like not think of it and just absorb life for a little bit. Go live your life. And then like one day you'll be doing nothing and just like song and you're like, oh, paper, paper, paper. And it just fucking pours out. Yeah. And then uh, sometimes you get an idea. I just like hum a tune. and I'm like, Mm -hmm. Let's try it on piano. So I started doing that and I'm like, that sounds good. So let's keep going with it. Yep. But yeah. And then, uh, like I said, I, I was doing shows in Arizona and California. And then the band that actually was in town, I met him in Arizona. So he hit me up last minute. He's like, hey, I need somebody. Can you come through? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll be out there. So it kind of helped him out, helped me out. Mm-hmm. It was a killer show. Loved it. Man, I'm jealous you get to travel all over. I got stuck here, dog. Let's, let's talk about deathbeds, though, because that sounds very personal. Just like start to finish that whole album. <laughs> I was like, some of these things seem like really, um, I don't know what the word, like emotional? 
Eh, well, uh, personal some, some talking points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the personal stuff. Yeah. Uh, I sat there and was like, yeah, I'm going to write this really killer album or at least the best that I can possibly do to top the other one. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, yeah, the other ones. Yeah. And then I was actually talking to a record label which was standby, which a lot of artists are like, yeah, standby. But I was like, oh, you know, I might as well take my chance with it. Yeah, so it's experience, the, yeah. if anything. So they were like interested and we sent emails back and forth and then they're like, okay, well, send me an LP. And I was like, an LP? <laughs> you said that. I was like, oh, LP. shit. Like, I got to make 12 songs? Because, <laughs> you know, I'll be honest, I'm pretty lazy when it comes to that but i was like all right whatever i'll sit down and write this lp and mm-hmm. they're like we want you to do it in between this time so i was oh, like the- all right i wrote it and then just started with instrumentals so i kept going and going and going and um playing and playing i didn't stop playing i would be up some nights till like 6 a.m all night yeah you're on the the lab, in the you're basement yeah <clears throat> and, it, and it's hard because it's just me so yeah mm-hmm. that's what i was gonna i was like that's gotta be I mean, I mean, right now, I, I, my band writes a lot of music, but there's five of us and like four of them are songwriters. Yeah. So we come in to practice with like, he's got half a song. He's got like a whole song, but it's missing something. He's got like a new intro. And then we're just like, okay, well, we're scrapping this. Let's take this. Let's put this in here. And we, okay, now we got songs going. Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. And like, if you're alone, that's a lot of creative energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To and, like, and I'll be honest, it's so fucking hard and strenuous. I bet because sometimes I'll write stuff, and then I'll I'll have a song. I'm like, all right, I got a song, and then I'll go through and listen to it. And I'm like, I hate, yeah, this. oh my god, <laughs> I hate this. Shit. I hate this. Yeah, my that's, I feel that. Yep, I feel that yeah. big time. We're about to release an EP here in August, and and re- they've never even had a show yet. Never even no, had a show. Yeah, so our first, yeah, our first yeah, five yeah. song is released at our first show well i'm excited that you're actually getting out there now and, and following your dreams yeah right? it's gonna yeah. be at the well you should come yeah you yeah. should 31st come. of august okay yeah shameless plug for nautilus um but uh <laughs> no uh that like the lyric process which i'm solely involved in because i have an ego and i don't want anybody else to touch it but <laughs> yeah um i rewrote i mean we had five songs for a while and i rewrote the lyrics for those songs probably 25 times before we hit final recording and then in the studio as we're recording i'm like no i'm taking this out no no i gotta we i gotta okay we're gonna come back tomorrow and we're gonna finish i'm gonna rewrite these two songs real quick and then i went back rewrote them recorded them you sound like a pain in the ass yeah i'm i can be rough no wonder all your bands fail exactly (laughs) but i'm happy with it now but like it's you you think it's amazing sometimes in the moment you're like this is the best thing i've ever written and then you hear it and then you hear it money yeah Yeah. you hear it and you're like what is fucking garbage that i wrote yesterday (laughs) who made this who made it wasn't me it wasn't me (laughs) yes yes i know Uh, where it's going though in the fucking trash yeah (laughs) we're all so you understand you understand but yeah like i said just me doing it by myself day in and day out day in and day out just i don't feel like doing it anymore and then you Mm -hmm. know like wanted to play some games or just chill for a minute, but you know, they want a deadline. So yep. I'm sitting here writing this stuff and like, and like playing every, on piano. every moment of relaxation you yeah. feel guilty for. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I can't do this. So yeah. Um, so they did that. I finally finished it uh, within the, uh, I would say about a year. And then um, I went back through it and just sent it out to him. I was like, whatever, not really caring um, because they whatever kept, happens. happens. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> And so it was a rough draft mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, here's the LP. Cause they, they're like, send the LP, send the LP. Where's the LP? I'm like, it's right here. Here you go. Didn't get any more emails for a while. So I was like, all right, I'm going to redo it. Mm-hmm. So I went back and then fixed a couple songs. And then, um, actually sword and chief was one of them that I fixed. Mm-hmm. That was, there's a music video for that one too, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. And then, um, think deathbeds i fixed a little bit so there's more strings and more violin work and all that and um lots of trumpets and then uh princess of the sky that was another one that i definitely redid probably like six times because i had one draft of one one for the other one and then another one so there's like five or six different songs Mm -hmm. to it 
So yeah, that's kind of what I did with that. But um, as far as personal stuff, um, crocodile teeth has to do with uh, my daughter and uh, abusive ex and all that. There's a big investigation with her and my ex. And basically the court stepped in, took her out of there because they, I guess, from what I was hearing from family or whatever, she tried drowning my daughter. <gasps> and yeah, there was a bunch of stuff with that. So I it knew was, it was heavy when I heard it. Yeah. So it's it's a very like if you listen to it, it's it's kind of like, hey, I love you. You know, I'm sorry because I I also feel guilty because like I'm traveling and doing all this stuff, but at the same time, I'm trying to like make a better life for us. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, I I want to at least say, hey, I tried. You know, when she grows up, right? I wasn't and, just sitting back watching. Yeah. I was, yeah. So, and Man, I do see her whenever I can. So, and that was the thing. So with that, it was kind of like, Hey, I'm gonna make a song for you. Let you know that I love you. But also it was a low key diss to my ex. So that's why when it says, um, I've faced exile and then, you know, it was kind of me like, Hey, I had to leave town because like so much stuff was going on. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to get involved in the drama. And then, um, I was talking about um, I'll protect you from any reptile. So I was referring to my ex. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of calling her a snake and or a crocodile in mm-hmm. this this matter. So um, it was kind of like a low-key thing. Like, I'm going to share with her, like, all while, crocodile. Right. So Gee, this is, that's fucking intense, dog. Yeah. So that, that was kind of that. And then, you know, that's why I said crocodile teeth for the song because, you know, she kind of had her inner grasp and now she's somewhere in Arizona but OD and somewhere but whatever with that <laughs> but wow. fuck fuck bitch you know I that fuck was my bitch. diss that's what I always say Austin yeah. <laughs> fuck a bitch but I cleverly dissed that and executed that yeah. correctly and I know it's not one of the strongest vocal songs that I have on the album but is the strongest lyrically hey you don't need strong vocals if the lyrics are strong like it <laughs> yes. there can be a lot can be said in few words as well. So that's a big thing mm-hmm. is knowing when to um I, I get I get reamed a lot and I think a lot more artists should get reamed like this, especially vocalists, that you gotta know when to take a step away. Yeah. And I mean there's musicians who need to do it too. There's guitar players who need to know like, Sometimes you Sometimes less is more. Fucking play a power chord once in a while, bitch. Like chill the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Fuck no, a bitch. Right. But like yeah. but yeah, that like, there's if a, it sounds good, then do it. Yeah. <laughs> and like you can speak tomes with a single line if it's executed correctly mm-hmm. and it's not always the the big mariah carey like things the you know yeah like that's that. not what you know that's Christina not what it's about Aguilera. yeah that's it's it's a big deal when you can like uh you can get through to the audience mm-hmm. how right, you're feeling right. with very little that's important that's cool yeah, so that's that's kind of what it is. And it's got a little swing to it. So it's also commendable that you were willing to like put that out. Yeah. Like I've always found it cathartic to like take the heavy shit and ride it out. And yeah. because and then even and then the further step, put it out there. Because you never know who else is going through something similar and you get to help that person. Yeah, and, that, and that's what I wanted with this album is like I want to help people. Mm-hmm. Um I also felt kind of like guilty too, because I, I, I'm like kind of a closed person, so Mm -hmm. I don't want to, you know, put my personal business out there. So that's why I'm careful, like what I do on the internet. But with this, I was just like, you know what? Fuck. There's nothing I could do. Like people need to know who I am. And sometimes you got to just let it out, let it out. So that's, that's what that was. That helps your question. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> thought so. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it all along. Because I was listening to it last week at work, and I could hear most of it, but loud machines everywhere. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just can't. You miss things. Totally understand. And I was listening to it on the way to work today, on the way back from work today, on the way here today. And I was like, damn, this is some heavy shit. Yeah, so... And then, uh, I, you know, being a metal vocalist growing up and everything, mm-hmm. um, I've watched how music changes. So that's kind of where I took a step back and is like, yeah, I, I can do the growling and the screaming and whatnot, but I want to do like, I want to work on like the softer stuff too. Mm-hmm. 
because you see like music is changing now and I want to at least be able to have like that middle ground and also be different at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that that's where I feel like, you know, I'm not trying to toot a horn or anything, but you know, bands need to like come out of that. Like just, yeah, let's, let's do breakdowns and, you know, throw in some, some good, some good, uh, you know, some good singing in it or variety like, yes, is a spice plant. of life. Preach yes. It, yes. Variety. Preach it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Variety. Yes. Because, you know, you can have like a huge heavy breakdown, but you also want to keep that, you know, uh, clean in there. Like just, just, just. Yeah. So when everything's have... a breakdown, nothing's a breakdown. Yeah. I like to be able to differentiate your songs. Yeah. I like to be like, that helps. Oh, <laughs> oh, that first song was really good. The second one, no, nah, but the third one was all right. I like the singing in that, but I'm like, is this the same song that I, they started with when I walked in here? It's like, it's been right. 24 minutes. No, Four dude, bands yeah. have passed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Not Variety's Spice of Life. There's a song, I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's by Dream On Dreamer. I love it. It's just got such a powerful, you know, clean in it, mm -hmm. but also it's heavy as fuck. Like, I, I love it. And just the instrumental work and everything is just, it's perfect. Like, that, that to me is like where it hits home because like you want, you can you can also make a good impact, like he was saying. You know, it can be heavy, um, you know, with good lines and everything, mm -hmm. and also have a strong impact if you can. You you know, you have some harmony. Yeah. So you can have the brutality, but you need the harmony. Oh, yeah. also. and it almost amplifies in a lot of cases. Yes. That's that's part of like um when people, uh, especially people in the really hard throwdown and uh. And like uh, slam corn stuff who want to just get slower, lower, you know, whatever it is, which is fine. If that's your jam, that's your jam. But I have always like I'm the I'm one of the first people in the pit to this day, but I will take a melodic build into a drop over almost anything because right. that energy build. I mean, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to portray an emotion mm -hmm. and you want people to like feel it a huge sometimes and it's not always but there's bands who have nailed it throughout the past that's a huge build a melodic chorus string mm -hmm. instruments this beautiful tone this soft vocalist and then just smashes into yeah. you mm -hmm. with this yeah, that's beautiful. just brutal yeah. breakdown and it's like i mean it's like heart attack on the dance floor i mean you're just like you just yeah, people just exactly. lose their shit and it's because you build up so much emotion to just drop the hammer and then, then people are giving everything they have in the audience because they're just like, this is the most. And once they've know, they know it. Mm -hmm. They like that's all they do. They're they're waiting for. It. They're they're anticipating it. They they feel the build, the energy, and everyone in the room who knows that song is like, it's coming. Right. No, you wait. That's when, that's when that's you're like, everyone's like three, two, and then everybody. Yeah. I've always yes, loved yes. the the uh, the conjoining of like the heavy chugging. And then like the smooth cleans and the highs. And yeah. it's like, I feel like it's a, it's a blend of like different emotions. So there's like the sorrow or the, the optimism and the, the clean vocals. And then there's like the anger and rage and the guitars and you get to like almost dance with it in yeah. the song. And then that drop, you just, you tell a story much more easily go. when you, when you have, you, when you're flexible and mm -hmm. you, you use more dynamic, it's hard to be like, you can talk to a band that's super, super, super heavy. And like maybe they sometimes they're just like, we this is just what we do. We want to be super heavy. We play for technicality or for whatever it is, tone. We like this sound. But there's other bands that are like, no, we got a story and we're telling this, we're this type of band. It's like, well, I wouldn't know. I I mean, it's 20 minutes of the same shit, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, and like I'm, you know, I really like and attach to bands who a lot of bands that do concepts and things like that. And it's just like, I like to hear their truth or their story in it. And like you said, like having that, um, the utility, like, yeah, I can scream and growl. Like that's exactly the same way I was. I can scream and growl. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But like have the harmony after, mm -hmm. a, yeah, yeah. After a while you get peace, tranquility. Yes. <laughs> Tranquilo. Tranquilo. If you're a oh, now you speak Spanish. <laughs> motherfucker he can't say jalapeno but he can say tranquilo yeah if you're aspiring to be a better artist always and you're always trying to grow and evolve Definitely. like you're gonna hit the limits of what you can do as a hard vocalist and then what's the next door to open like if you have the ability to go into soft you should and why not like yeah. it's just another tool to the arsenal yeah, yeah. 
That's all yeah. it is. I don't know why it's like, Give oh, people I only everything do. you've got, man. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I think that like, that's what, like you said in the very beginning, you want to be something different. That's and why I didn't ask you, any influences. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You mm-hmm. can't be different if you're going to be like, well, I can only scream. Uh, well, yeah. I can only write Weeboo music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do have some secret ingredients I like to put in there. Paprika. Some secret instruments that I sneak in there. But yeah. Yeah. There's a nice little synth I, I keep top secret for me. So uh, nice. I use that and you can kind of hear it. And then, uh, you know, I use like a, in uh, Crocodile Teeth, I use like a baby piano and Ooh. and uh, music. I use anything and grab like music mm-hmm. boxes, stuff like that. And then I just love, love, love choirs, like choir, yeah, boy. choir stuff. That's why in Sword and Sheath, there's a, Subtle and then it, it builds. What are the, what, are, what is the choir saying in the beginning? Of it's that just, it's just. Is it, is it just uh, um, vocal? Yeah, just, yeah, uh, just like tones that. and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always find it like, um, like a group of humans singing together. There's like some weird, like, ancient thing in our bodies. When I hear it, I'm just like, listen, and Neat. I can't like. It's the first human instrument. Yeah, I mean, yeah. our voices were the first music we ever heard. I don't know so more about weird. hand boning. Oh, hand bone. Oh, yeah, choirs, groups of people singing, and then hand bone. I'm only singing life someday. All right. Oh, man. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm talking too much. Oh, uh, no. Not, not dude. No, more is better than not yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. The cool thing is, like, so we talk however long you want. We've had, I've had two and a half hour ones before. Uh, that was with uh, a band of five people, though. Oh, okay, so everybody yeah, had something yeah. to say. But, but, uh, I go through and I cut out like um, if somebody talks too long or talks too usually much. Just cut. <laughs> usually they just <laughs> everything Ty said this time is no been he's he's important. been on point no they just yeah. cut me out of every episode <laughs> really I'm the third person and I'm in every episode they just cut me out yeah. every the time the second time you leave in this episode you don't come back <laughs> well I mean uh, is there anything else you want to know like I'm uh, an open I mean, book right now so you're writing a book. Not nah, well. He's an <laughs> open book, oh, sir. Oh well, I mean, <laughs> I think we got a lot, dude. I mean, we, we got a lot. We would love to have you back on again uh-huh. too sometime. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you have any plans as far as um with more, the release of this album? Or um, I mean, tours, shows, more local shows, perhaps. Yeah, you got twenty third at the well with like Dead Boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. That's that's all I have right now. Well, I'm going. Um, to I'm that trying one. I'm to excited. talk to somebody about possible fall tour. Okay. Um, I'm not exactly sure where that's going to be, what states, what dates. Um, but she had told me to just, we'll talk more later in the year. Um, I might release a couple more music videos. I'm not sure how that's going to work out, but I know at least maybe one or two more and then probably back to writing and see if I can possibly find a label because I want to. Find somebody at least. I hope mm-hmm. you find somebody, Austin. Yeah. yeah. It's been a pleasure having you too. Well, it's been a it's been a real pleasure with you guys too. Where can we find you? Uh you can find me on YouTube, find me on Spotify, uh, you can find me on SoundCloud, any online streaming service, Apple Music, um, everything pretty much in the whole solar system. Nice. So yeah. Nice. That's how you get out there, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Cover and the whole solar a, and system. And that's under yes. Captain Austin Shark. Yes. It's all one word. All one, no spaces, yeah. people. No spaces. No spaces. None. Spaces are for chumps. And then actually, Fuck a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> spaces are for chumps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the that's um, the next album. Spaces are for chumps. Yeah. And then uh, one thing I wanted to cover is a lot of people ask me, well, why sharks? Why this? Um, so I got a wolf tattoo on my throat mm-hmm. and the whole thing ties in with the shark thing because they call sharks wolves of the sea. Oh. So that's why in sword and sheath, uh, it's like, that's why they call me wolf of the sea. Oh, okay. So that ties in with that. So that's why I got a wolf on my throat. Um, and then the thing why I picked so sharks. So wolves like sharks of the land? <laughs> sharks. <laughs> sharks of, I mean, <laughs> sharks of the land. I don't know. <laughs> But anyways. I appreciate that question, but I'm also angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty clever. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I literally just said the don't opposite en- of what you said. Don't encourage don't. him. Oh, we're encouraging. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I picked sharks because, you know, from birth, they actually eat each other in the womb. So 
Huh. Yeah. Dang. So, sounds like, like my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like my ex-wife. Wow. But, yeah. There so, are people that do that too. Yeah. Like, oh, I had a brother, but I ate him. Yeah. Like, what? Like, it was in the womb, though. That doesn't make it any better. Yeah. And like, it's still weird. I didn't know what was wrong. <laughs> so yeah, that that just, thing was kind of like applied to my life. I was like, oh, I had a rough life growing up. Blah blah blah. So we'll just do this. So there. There you go. That's a short story. And I also had an interview with somebody else asked me that. And a lot of people asked me, so just going to cover that. I'm right, glad we didn't ask and do what everyone else does. Because <laughs> well, we're pulling Captain just... Austin Shark and we're doing something different. Yeah, we're different. Hey, <laughs> tying it all together. <laughs> I'm a professional. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, is there any like artist or album that you've been like really into lately? Um, Really, to be honest, I've just been listening to uh, OSTs and like, game music isn't that a halo game <laughs> no it's odst well original soundtrack if mm. we're oh, okay precise. cool yeah but really just like i know it sounds weird but like classical music beethoven shit like that hey they say so, that gets the brain running yeah, and it makes so, you more creative that's what they say but, building blocks of metal too yeah. Mm. but yeah nothing at all. Uh, see that I've been watching these videos. They put Streetlight Manifesto, which is a ska band. They've been putting it over uh Yoshi's Island through like a playthrough and it's just like so perfect. It yeah. works so well. <laughs> yeah, and, uh Nintendo music. There was their case Cassidy Nights. Real quick before we wrap this up, I want to know what your favorite anime is. Oh yeah. Oh, there's so many. I know. That's Ooh. why this is why this is an important question. Uh, this the answer will make or break you. No pressure. Well, well, Bear the, the big blue house. The oh, God. No, the last one I watched was uh, Konosuba. Konosuba? Yeah. Or... I know. Yeah. I've been... I've been... I've been watching Handmaid's Tale lately because everyone's like, oh, That's watch it. That's my favorite anime. But all they do is cry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. <sighs> I've watched a little bit of that, too. Oh, man, night. like, it's a great story, but I don't want to watch people cry, dog. Yeah. Like, that's... We've been watching Dark. And that shit's... Fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Some Germans oh, dude. time traveling a bunch. Oh, no. In a loop. Oh, no. And it is fucking weird. I thought he was going to say, it's well, dark. <laughs> it is Mr. Dark. Shark gave me the pleasure of picking out the song to close out on, and I picked one called uh, Captain Serpent from his new album, Deathbeds. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that before we head out? Uh, basically, that's just, you know, if anybody's out there that's had a buddy that you know you bent over backwards for and gave him the shirt off your back that's pretty much it and you know double crossed you so hmm. that was hear that. that alec this song's for you you little bitch oh dang <laughs> i call it my dude but he won't hear it because he's in prison so Ooh. Mm. <laughs> well this has been the tune junkies podcast my name's nick and my name is chris i'm tyrell and i'm captain austin shark and it's fucking shark week y'all Woo! fuck a bitch <laughs> <laughs>
Bitch, I took you 